Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. There always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here is your host, Candy Messer. Hello, and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you found the information on last week's show, Maintaining Working Capital in a Business, informative. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, a link is located under the episode directory on my Voice America page, as well as links for iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. If there are topics you'd find beneficial or questions you have, please feel free to reach out to me at media at abandp.com. So now let me give a little bit of information on the guests that we're having today. So Kathy Alessandra, also known as the Yes I Can Coach, is a dynamic, innovative woman who inspires her clients and audiences into action. An entrepreneur for over 23 years, Kathy has owned and published two magazines and has two best-selling books on Amazon with her third book, Dare to Be You, set to release in the fall of 2019. She coaches entrepreneurs around the country using her signature yes method and success system. Kathy's energetic style provides an interactive experience for business owners who want to take their business and life to the next level. She shares her experience on topics ranging from marketing and networking to leadership and work-life balance. So, Kathy, welcome to the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Candy. I'm excited to be here today. I'm so glad to have you here today as well. It's going to be a great topic. I know it's going to be one that others will find very informative. Um, So I wanted to jump in right away and just have you give us a little bit of information about yourself and how you got into helping entrepreneurs with their marketing. Absolutely. Well, thanks for asking. Well, as you mentioned in my introduction, I've been an entrepreneur for over 23 years and 20-something years of that was when I was publishing two magazines. So needless to say, when you're in the publishing industry, there is a lot of uh, marketing that goes along with that. And at the Mm -hmm. time, I was coaching a lot of Uh, small business owners just kind of on the side who were my advertisers in what they needed for their marketing. And uh, one thing led to another, and I started doing a lot of workshops around that. And I sold the magazines in 2015 and stepped into coaching the business strategy and marketing pieces of it full time at that point. So um, took all my expertise and knowledge and and plunked it down. I love working with entrepreneurs and really helping them see that, that big picture plan for them. And of course, your experience having done it all yourself definitely comes in handy to help the entrepreneur actually see that it's not just theory, right? You've done it, so you know what needs to be done. (laughs) I've been been in the trenches for sure. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, there's so much noise and confusion around marketing. So where does a business owner actually begin? Well, I think the first thing you need to do is take a step back and look what's um, what you're currently doing, what's working, um, what's not, <laughs> and um, and then take a, a, a big picture and see where you want to go next. So when you're looking at your overall marketing, you know, we seem to be throwing things against the wall. A lot of people that, you know, it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what mm-hmm. sticks. And uh, I'm sure, you know, you've heard of that people doing that too, Candy, right? Right. And it's, you know, what's going to work, what's not, and they don't stick with it long enough to actually determine whether it really is working for their business or not. You know, they try it one day and it doesn't seem to work, so they try something else. But if you're able to step back for a minute and really take a look at um, multiple platforms, which we can talk about later, um, that I talk about as far as marketing, where you need to be playing on your website and email and and, um video and social media, all of that, and really take stock on what you're doing, see where you're getting results, um, see where your market is playing, um, and then you can create an overall marketing plan that will serve you and your business best. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing to keep in mind is that we have to be consistent in what we're doing. You can't just try it once or twice and then say, oh, that didn't work, right? Absolutely, <laughs> you know? absolutely. And that, unfortunately, it's, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, we tend to think, well, I'll give this a whirl, and if it doesn't work, and, you know, 
a, a day or a week or even a month isn't a long enough time to really determine whether that's going to work for your business or not. It needs to be mm-hmm. consistent and and uh, and go for a little bit. Exactly. Well, and I heard you mention a website in there, and a lot of people wonder: Is a website really still necessary? Yes, right. I get that question a lot too. So let me ask you something. When you hear about a business, what do you do? Of course, you Google them or you look for their website right. and see what you can find out, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Everybody's on their phone and they're hitting Google and they're seeing, you know, who is this person? What is this business? And, you know, what's going to pop up? Well, all kinds of things are going to pop up. Hopefully your website, uh, your social media channels may pop up as well. And if you've got a YouTube channel or, um, you know, doing interviews or books or things like that, other links may pop up too. But obviously somebody's going to go to your website to really build uh, credit credibility with you. So it's kind of your welcome mat. If you think about it as that first step as somebody learning a little bit about you, um, they can build that, you know, engage in that know, like, and trust factor. Um, So yeah, I do think a, a website is an important welcome mat to you and your business. Now, it doesn't need to be, uh, you know, 50 pages and, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. No, depending upon the type of business you have, uh, you know, and how long you've been in business and what you're doing, it can be something as simple as a few pages that gives people, and sometimes as simple as a landing page, that at least gives people an opportunity to understand who you are, what you do, um, and preferably, you know, some experience or testimonials from people that you have worked with. So again, look at it and think of it as that welcome mat to your business and how do you want people to view you and what you do? Well, I think one thing to keep in mind too, which was brought up when I interviewed, you know, someone specifically talking about websites on the show, um, but it was you control the content on your website. If you're depending on just social media, you know, who knows what's going to happen with, you know, what's being posted there, how it's being used. So I think it's true, you know. Make sure you're controlling what you're putting out there. Absolutely. Really have access to it. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. You can update it and as new products or services come out that you offer, you can put that. If you have a new client who's got raving reviews, uh, you can put their testimonial or even a video testimonial, even better. Uh, You know, it just really allows you to, like you said, have control and then, um, you know, announce new things and again, have that presence uh, on the web. Mm-hmm. So what about email marketing? So should an entrepreneur really be spending time on that as well? Right. So absolutely. You know, when I look at marketing in general, and I talked about this kind of in the, the very beginning of this, that you really need to look at all your marketing platforms. And the things that I like to have you look at, you know, there's your website, uh, there is email marketing, there's direct mail marketing, there's social media, there's video, there's networking and running events. There's a whole huge plethora of platforms that you can be playing on, right? And here is what I found in my 20-something years of running a magazine. When we were running um, surveys, we found that somebody who was on my website or who was reviewing our website weren't connected to us on our social media channels. Somebody who was on our social media channels might have never gotten our email marketing piece. Mm. Somebody who was on our email marketing had never attended an event. So the idea is that you need to have multiple ways that people can find you, see you, consume you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do think, you know, email marketing is absolutely something that's important. Um, you know, it's a way to build that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. It's a way to market your services. It's, to, you know, um, a way to really nurture the relationships. So, again, having a regular plan in place of, um, you know, email marketing, it can be anything from, you know, weekly or biweekly to once a month. Uh, But again, consistency is key. So if you're going to do some sort of email marketing, make sure that it's on a regular, consistent uh, basis. Right. And I think sometimes it feels overwhelming or, you know, scary to think about, oh, I have to put out an email newsletter too. I know for myself years ago, when I was told, oh, you should be writing, you know, you've got blog things that you're sharing, but you're not putting out a newsletter. And I was like, oh my gosh, it feels scary to put it out there. And then I decided I don't need to do something every week or every other week, like some are doing. I can still do once a month and I'm still doing once a month, but I did start it finally like eight years ago and I've been consistent doing it ever since, but I'm only doing it once a month. And then I'm, I do a little bit of a personal, you know, intro I talk about business, but usually something a little bit in there too that's a little bit fun that's not just compliance and, you know, the business per se. Right. Give some calendar events, 
give a couple of my blogs and some resources and then put it out there. So, you know, your email newsletter, Candy, is a perfect example of what it needs to have. I get your email newsletter. And, <laughs> you know, especially on the topic that you're talking on, right, it's a serious topic and things that need, people need to know. And so you sharing your expertise in that is awesome. And then, and then all the different pieces that you have in that. I love the way that you have, uh, you know, the calendar of events and some other things going on. And again, it builds that relationship, whether I, I mean, I happen to know you, right? But mm-hmm. it, it builds that relationship even with somebody who doesn't. So, um, yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. It needs to have a little bit of everything in it. It's not just all about selling. Right. And it doesn't have to be as scary as we were making it to be, right? I was scared. Yes. I finally did it. <laughs> yes, right. So, <laughs> so then on that topic, though, for someone who maybe doesn't know what they should be doing, what should an email marketing include? Well, you know, it can, as you were just mentioning, actually, um, you know, there's a couple of different ways to do it. If you're going to do a regular newsletter uh, once a month, um, having something where there's an article or something that you're sharing, a tip or a tool or a resource, um, so they find it that it's informative, right? So that it's actually not just filling up the, you know, space in their email inbox, but it's actually giving them something they need to know. Um, Having something personal from you, maybe sharing a little story, maybe a picture of something that's going on. So you're, again, depending on your business, but somebody like yourself or myself, a solo entrepreneur, where you're trying to build that know, like, and trust factor, having something in your newsletter where it's more of like a little note from you about kind of what's going on in your life so they get a little taste of, of who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, spotlighting other people, spotlighting a testimonial, spotlighting a product, um, spotlighting, you know, uh, having a spotlight in your newsletter of, of activities coming up or local events or, hey, you really got to know about this. Um, sometimes I'll include uh, tools that I use that I think other entrepreneurs might take, uh, be able to take advantage of. So it's, you know, those kinds of things in it if you're going to be doing a newsletter type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a whole other strategy if you're looking at doing email marketing per se and, um, you know, you have a funnel on your new, on your uh, website, so you're collecting email addresses and then what does that lead to? You know, an email that goes out, are there multiple emails? Um, so there's, there's kind of a whole strategy you can look at in email marketing in general. But if we're talking just about a monthly newsletter to keep people informed, uh, those are the kinds of things that I would include in that. And do you recommend that in the newsletter they're writing their own content, they're curating content? You know, what should they be putting into a newsletter specifically? Right, right. Well, you can definitely do both. I think it's important to have something in your voice, uh, you know, from you. Like I said, you know, if you have like a note from you or a... um, you know, a little bit of content uh, that's really geared towards you and what's going on, you know, who you are, what you do, right? Getting a little bit deeper than just the um, the top layer. Um, and then if you're looking to, uh, you know, you don't want to be writing all the content yourself, you could, you know, share an article. If you found an article that was particularly helpful, um, I think then you could absolutely curate content and share it with somebody else. Uh, I know there are some people who write for newsletters. You just want to make sure that, again, it's in your voice, and that's important. Um, you know, if you're, if you're writing it in this, you know, putting out the newsletter with a sense that uh, you're the one writing it, but somebody else is actually writing it for you. Just making sure they really understand your A, area of expertise, and B, your voice. And then one more thing that just like popped in my head as we're talking to is someone who's new, like when I was first starting, I wasn't even sure exactly like what to use to send my newsletter. So mm-hmm. is there anything you could recommend to someone who's like, I don't even know where to begin. What should I use for my email? Do you have absolutely, absolutely. You know, if you're if you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're just getting started and you're looking to keep expenses down, something like Mailchimp or Constant Contact. Uh, there's others as well, but those are uh, absolutely. You, there's a free level of Mailchimp that you can hop into that allows you to have a certain number of contacts and actually send an email newsletter. Uh, and again, if you know how to use even Word. Um, somewhat computer literate they're super easy to use drag and drop and um, put your stuff in so that would be a great tool for somebody new and starting if you've got a great big list and you've been in business for a while you probably need to look at something a little more advanced um, that can you know encompass your entire business so it's not just newsletters but Mm -hmm. uh, but more than that and I know we're probably getting pretty close to the break but one more thing I wanted to throw out there too is you know, especially when we're so busy doing everything, we don't always have time to do this. So we think, you know, well, we'll get to it later, you know, and later doesn't come, right? But this is something that they can have help with theoretically too, that, you know, find someone, an admin or someone to help. 
Absolutely. A virtual assistant or hiring somebody part-time, you know, whatever the case may be. Absolutely. This is not the kind of thing that you need to be doing. Um, you know, marketing strategist, uh, you know, I do that for some of my team, the people that do that for some of my clients too. So it's absolutely, it's not something that you need to be doing at midnight, you know, while you're burning the candle at both ends. Stay in your area of brilliance, which is the writing of it. And mm-hmm. if you can hire somebody, like I said, even a virtual assistant um, to, to do that for you, makes it much more effective, time effective. And even if you don't know someone yourself, I mean, even if you know someone who has maybe like a college student who's a good writer or something and mm-hmm. wants some experience, you know, working with Absolutely. a business, something like that would be great too. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, yeah, I know we're getting pretty close to break. And so I don't know if you have anything um, else on this topic right before we go to a commercial that we were just talking about. Again, email marketing, um, anything else around website. And then when we come back from break, we'll be getting into more on the social media as well. Right. Yeah. The only thing I would suggest is, you know, you've got to, to build that email list is to have uh, have an opt-in on your website, you know, something that people can sign up for giving their name and um, email address so that you can continue to contact them, connect with them, engage with them. Uh, but having something that you're giving to them, a pink spoon, a free offer, an opt-in on your site so that you are able to gather email addresses from people who do come over to your website. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, it looks like it's just about time to take a break. Um, So when we come back, we're going to continue to chat with Kathy about how to use marketing in your business. And if you have any questions, you'll be able to call in a bit later in the show. Write down the number 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And be ready to call in when you hear the phone lines are open. You're listening to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer on Voice America Internet Radio. We'll be right back after this brief commercial break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. You are listening to Biz Help for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to Biz Help for You. Welcome back to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. In the last segment, 
Kathy Alessandra told us about her background and how she got into assisting entrepreneurs and tools to use to market your business. Now let's learn more about using other marketing methods. So Kathy, with so many different social media platforms out there, how does an entrepreneur know where to play? Well, that's a good question, Candy, uh, because there are so many and many people get completely overwhelmed or um, or they get caught in that um, that drain that that just sucks you in. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, those videos and, get your attention. Oh, my gosh. Right. Or you start scrolling through your Instagram and a scrolling, you know, looking, liking, whatever. Anyway, so so here is my suggestion on that. You need to really take a look at if you know who your ideal target client is and and who they are and everything about them, you know, where they where they shop and how much they're spending and what do they do. And, you know, one of the things you're going to research is where they play on social media. And uh, it may be Facebook. It may be Instagram. It may be LinkedIn or one of the other new fangled things that's coming out and people talk about, right? (laughs) Seems to be a new one all the time. Um, But if you do the research and find out where your people are playing, those are the platforms that you want to spend your time on. And um, I I don't think, you know, I I do have a presence on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram. And let me tell you, there's days that can be overwhelming if you're not using something that helps you to auto post your content in various places, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I know most most of my people are playing on Facebook and Instagram, and that's partly because of who they are what they do, um, their age group, the target market, you know, mostly my clients are women. And, um, and so I have found the most engagement in on the Facebook and the Instagram platforms. Now, as I'm doing more speaking corporately, and with my new book coming out, I'm actually making more uh, connections over on LinkedIn, too. But that's where I'm going to find a slightly different person, uh, maybe in their type of business or, um, you know, for what I'm trying to do, right, with, with getting more speaking uh, with mm-hmm. the new book coming out. So, again, take a look at where your people are, and that's where you want to put your concerted effort. If you're not on social media at all, find the one top uh, platform that they're at and start with that. And don't try and jump into all of them at once because it will be overwhelming. Um, And, you know, you can also try using some tools where you're able to post in multiple places at once. Um, and, And even on Instagram, you can set it up so it'll automatically share to your Facebook page. So, you know, use some of those tools so it makes it easier, right? Right. And one thing I was thinking, too, is you don't have to be like, oh, I have to get on LinkedIn right now and post something and then just be watching and think of what you're going to do today. You can plan out what you want to share and then, you know, like you said, use something to help you even schedule those if necessary. So it's not like you have to be like, oh, I have to get online at two o'clock on this platform at this time. You can actually have some help with that, too. Absolutely. I think that's important to note because if if you have a social media strategy and really is, you know, all of this, every single piece of this marketing is all about strategy, right? So rather than just trying, like you're saying, wake up in that morning, okay, well, maybe I should send a newsletter. No, let's have an idea of what day the newsletter goes out. Each day you can, for social media, like you were saying, you could schedule, a lot of times I'll go in and schedule a week or two in advance. Mm-hmm. So I know where, you know, certain days of the week are, are tend to be, you know, maybe one day is my quote day. And, and not that I necessarily market it as such, but in my in my marketing plan, I know that. So I'm looking for a quote that might go that day. I'm looking to post a testimonial maybe on other days. Um, maybe I share an event coming up on, you know, a specific day of the week. Um, so really using tools so that it makes it easier for you and you're thinking in advance, not just the morning of, because that can take you down a path of busyness, don't we right. know? Um, and, you know, many people, too, Candy, question whether they need to be on social media. And as I was talking about before, you know, people are going to consume you in different ways. And there are some people who are not on social media, but some are. And so having these different platforms, um, you know, when I first kind of started uh, getting into connecting with a few of the people when I had the uh, second magazine that I was publishing, um, I started following somebody uh, named Joy Chudikoff, and she was, uh, you know, she is a business coach, and I followed her on Facebook because I loved what she was posting, and that led me to signing up for her newsletter, which I then started getting on a consistent, I think it was every couple of week basis, and that led me to one of her little workshops that she was doing in my town, and that led me to thousands of dollars in coaching since that I've spent um, with her, so, you know, Marketing on social media and having consistency can absolutely bring you clients. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, um, you know, same. So that was me, con- you know, connecting with somebody else and paying. But the same thing is for you. I mean, I find that um, I'll be posting and I won't see any likes or comments, but then somebody will say something to me. Oh, I saw that program you were offering. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's important to be out there. It's out- important to be out there playing. And um, you just never know who is actually watching and is going to connect with you because of that. Very true. And you mentioned the word strategy when you were talking about social media. So how would someone come up with a strategy? Mm -hmm. Well, again, it's really kind of taking a look at your big overall calendar. So when I, I mean, this kind of goes back to the whole marketing strategy piece. Um, And I have a big marketing calendar that I work at when I'm looking at a year in advance. So um, if I'm looking at a year in a glance, I I plug in if I'm doing events, I plug in if I have any product launches, I plug in if I'm, um, you know, doing any particular promotions for somebody else. So that when I then look at the month, and then the coming week, um, and I'm planning my strategy in advance. So if I know that I've got, you know, an event coming up, um, then I will know when my social media needs to be geared towards that. And there's certain days of the week um, that I will have comments about that. Uh, you know, but like I mentioned a few minutes ago, too, the idea that in your strategy, you set up so certain days of the week, you know, if Monday's Motivation Monday, so you know that every Monday you need to or you're going to post a quote, let's say Tuesday's Testimonial Tuesday. So you have clients who, uh, you know, you're going to pull testimonials from either a written testimonial or verbal testimonial. Now, I'm not talking about actually getting on social media and saying, hey, today's testimonial Tuesday. Here's a testimonial, right? No, I'm saying so when you're working on your strategy, you know that Tuesday is a testimonial day. And so you're planning in advance. And you can actually, if you have a couple testimonials, you can pre-schedule those you know, with various platforms ahead of time. Um, You know, maybe Wednesday is the day that you're going to promote, um, you know, a new product or service that you have coming out. So, you know, you know, you want to have a take on that. So, do you see how I'm saying? So, that way, you know, every week, you know, Monday's this, you know, Monday's motivation, Tuesday's testimonials, Wednesday's products or services, Thursday, maybe, you know, connecting with somebody else and Friday is maybe fun. So, uh, you know, I have Sunday is self-care. So, Right. So it's that way, you know, what days and you're not trying to come up with random content, you know exactly what it is you're doing. Does that make sense? Right. But if someone hasn't really started yet and hasn't put together a full strategy, it's probably better just to start doing something than be like, oh, I can't get on social media yet because I haven't planned my strategy. Right? Well, that just sounds like a gosh darn excuse, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's my mantra. Yes, I can, which means yes, you can. It's just a matter of getting out there and starting something. Good is good enough in social media. You don't have to have a month's worth of content ready to go. Uh, At least start getting a presence. And even if you're not able to do it daily, at least start, you know, which eventually you should be, um, you know, then at least get out there a few times a week and start getting a presence. Start being known there. Mm -hmm. So what about using video or Facebook Live? Ah, video. Video is such a must. And it's so funny. People are so hesitant to do video, right? Um, But it is such a great way to engage with your audience. Um, You know, it's a wonderful way to really build that know, like, and trust factor with somebody because they're seeing your personality. They're seeing who you are. They're seeing your acting. And it does not need to be the perfect video, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I have shot plenty of videos with no makeup on, um, you know, like working out when I was uh, over overseas this past summer and I'd have a thought or an idea, I literally would go to Facebook Live and start sharing the content. I don't, you know, if we can get over ourselves, me included, on, um, you know, being perfect or not being perfect and, you know, just share the content so people can really, again, build that know, like, and trust factor. Now, I say that and there are times where your video does need to be professionally done and look good, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've got an about you on your page or a homepage welcome video or something like that, yes, you absolutely need to look at having something professional done. But you were talking about Facebook Live, um, you know, just to build that engagement factor. In fact, I had a client this morning. I don't know if you know this, Candy, but today is National I Love Lucy Day. Did you oh, know I that? I did not know that. Okay. 
Well, it is, and I have one of my marketing clients who is an absolute super fan of I Love Lucy. She even has a wig and dresses up, you know, and can Funny. make up just like her. So guess what kind of video we shot for her that went live this morning? Let's see, I Love Lucy? Yes, yes, it's her dressed up as Lucy, you know, talking, telling her story and sharing some of her memorabilia. Do you think that's going to get some engagement? That's be fun. Yeah, yeah, right? Exactly, exactly. So... Yeah, video is an important thing. And there's different types of videos. You know, obviously, you can get testimonial videos from other clients. You can be sharing your content. Uh, you can do, you know, promotional videos if you've got an event coming up. But uh, using video, absolutely, again, it's all part of the overall strategy, mm-hmm. is most certainly an important piece. So what about incorporating networking and speaking at events into the marketing plan? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, the days of sitting behind our computer and making a couple of posts on social media and sending out a newsletter and expecting to build a million dollar business um, are long gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. If they ever really existed. Um, you know, people uh, these days, at least what I'm finding is that they really want to engage with you face to face, one on one, or in a group setting. So getting out from behind your computer and attending networking events um, is very important. You know, doing a little research ahead of time, finding out maybe where your potential clients uh, are going and networking so that you can meet with them, or looking for organizations where you can um, network with potential power partners, people Mm -hmm. that you can get together with, and you can refer business to them, and they refer business to you. Um, And then speaking, absolutely, by putting yourself at the front of the room as the speaker, that automatically puts you in the position of being the expert, Right, people are learning from you. They they look to you at the front of the room um, as you're speaking as the person who knows the information and the expert. And so um, I can't even tell you my my absolute best way of building my business and getting new clients is when I go out and speak, because they're meeting me, they're getting to know my personality, they they see you know where what I think is important, what's not, what my level of expertise is, and that's what typically will draw somebody in if they may have followed me in other platforms or they may be familiar with me already but that just cinches the deal so um you know building out you know whether you have one signature talk or um you have multiple things that you're willing to go out and speak about you know creating a speaker sheet with your uh, your information your bio you know a couple of talk titles or your signature title anyway and then get out there and reach out to people about um going and speaking at their organization So if someone has never actually gone out speaking before, but they want to, like, how do you recommend they even put out that they're interested in presenting? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, when I, when I first started speaking, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago, um, I actually did small workshops. So, you know, everybody gets a little bit nervous or many, I should say many people, you say, you know, well, why don't you go speak somewhere? And they get very nervous and they don't want to be in front of people. So if you start small, it's a great way to get some exposure, um, and build your confidence level. I know there's many things also like, um, oh gosh, uh, it's the like Kiwanis or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know what's the public speakers network or the, oh, right. mm-hmm. the the other place where you can go. And it's totally blowing my mind what it is. But um, again, where you can go and learn how to speak appropriately. Oh, um, I but, know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. I can't think of it. But um, but yes, there's many organizations, local organizations like Kiwanis, like Rotary, uh, that have weekly meetings, and they're all looking for speakers. So. And typically, it's a short five or 10 minute talk. So if you get your talk down and go, you know, to something like that to start with, so um, that gives you some opportunity to build your credibility, it gets you uh, allows you to uh, get more comfortable speaking, um, and then really hone in on your talk. So and then you can kind of grow from there. When I first started, I even did small workshops on my own. Um, You know, I had clients, advertisers in my magazines, and I invited them to, you know, come to a workshop. And it was an hour or two. And it gave me an opportunity to um, really present, in fact, it's funny enough, on marketing and um, share my expertise and, and allow me to get comfortable in what I already know, but in a way that present, I can present it that was um, helpful to them. And also, you know, again, gave me that professional uh, experience. Mm-hmm. 
I believe you were talking about Toastmasters before. When yes, thank you. That. That's uh-huh. it. My gosh. <laughs> so. <laughs> totally block. It would not be. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. So I have never been part of Toastmasters, but I know there are a lot of people that are. So and I have never the- either. But yes, I've heard that, especially if someone's really afraid uh, to get in front of someone, I guess when you're speaking, they give you helpful feedback or, you know, tips or things like that, too. So right, right. So, and we did, I know you did mention a couple of the other little networking opportunities out there, but if you're new in business, you know, potentially going to your chamber even, and I, I don't know if every chamber um, has the opportunities, but I know our, the one that I'm part of as well too, also has like smaller groups that are very specific for an industry, you know, business or government affairs or health and wellness. So even just networking in those smaller ones and building those relationships is probably a good way to start as well. Absolutely. I think it gives you the opportunity. Some of the smaller networking um, gives you the opportunity to build more of a relationship with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really what it's all about, uh, so that you're able to have a conversation with them. And I think, you know, when you meet somebody out networking and you think they could potentially be a client or, you know, more importantly, a power partner for referrals back and forth, you know, why not jump on a Zoom call? That's the way I typically do it now. It's, you know, there's so much going on. Going and meeting for coffee can sometimes be... um, just too time consuming. But with Zoom and Skype and some of those things where you can have a personal, you know, video chat so you can see each other and kind of get to know each other and what you're doing. I think it's a great opportunity to um, connect with somebody like that. And it definitely helped me too. I know I went to, you know, meetings and we would just get to know each other on a more personal level too. And I consider a lot of those people, I say they're friends, not just, oh, this business associate or something. I'll say, oh, my friend who does whatever, you know? So we definitely, and we learned about each other's families and kids and activities and and things like that too. So it's more than just that business relationship. And I think that for sure really helps in, you know, like they also become almost like a marketing person for you too because they know about your business. So if they hear someone that has a need, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I know someone, <laughs> right? Right, so they right. Actually- no, I mean, absolutely. I'm involved or have been involved with um, BNI, for example. And it's the same kind of thing. And you build those relationships and you get to know a little bit about somebody or, you know, even the South Bay Business Owners Association that were locally here. You know, it gives you an opportunity to know something a little bit personal about the person and allows them you to connect with them, um, you know, on a closer basis. And that just, I don't know, for me, that just in- intrigues me more when mm-hmm. I'm working with somebody or referring them. Right, exactly. Well, it looks like it's actually time to take another quick break. So be sure to hang around to hear more from Kathy Alessandra, the Yes I Can coach, about the use of marketing in your business. Again, if you have a question, please call 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you up late at night after a long day's work trying to do your bookkeeping? Are you frustrated with your lack of QuickBooks knowledge or feel you don't understand it at all? Do payroll tax calculations and reporting stress you out? Whether you're a sole proprietor or an officer of a corporation, Affordable Bookkeeping and Payroll Services is here to help. We work with overwhelmed entrepreneurs to remove the burden of bookkeeping and payroll tasks, giving them peace of mind and the freedom to do the parts of the business they love. Our bookkeeping clients include service-based businesses, such as medical offices, fast food restaurants, landscapers, and gyms. We also assist franchise owners to create the necessary reports to submit each month. We are a full-service payroll company, assisting clients of 1 to 120 employees. We offer full and self-service options. If you're ready to offload tasks that burden you, reach out to us today at 310-534-5577 or email contact at abandp.com. Call us today. Have peace of mind tonight. If you are interested in the business of rental equipment, be sure to check out Rental Equip Talk Radio with host Donald Charbonnet. We talk to some of the top names in the rental industry, as well as cover topics that include safety, training, fleet management, legal issues, and more. We'll also cover the history and future of the rental equipment industry. Rental Equip Talk Radio can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to BizHelp for You. If you have a question or comment about the show, send us an email to media at abnp.com. That's media at abandp.com. Now, back to BizHelp for You. Welcome back to BizHelp for You with Candy Messer. Today I'm chatting with Kathy Alessandra, the Yes I Can coach. Are there any questions? You can call in 866 472 5790. That's 866 472 5790. In the meantime, let's find out a bit more information from Kathy. So I know right before the break, we were talking about networking. And so how would somebody get the most out of attending a networking event? Right. So basically, you know, having a, a strategy, it's that word strategy, it's all, everything I do is strategic. Um, so taking a look and doing some research ahead of time on, you know, the, where you want to be doing your networking and making sure that, again, either your target audience or a power partner, that's where they're going to be networking and then um, doing a little research so you understand what the group's about and who's there. When I go to a new networking organization, I'm always sure to get there early. It's always helpful to be, you know, not waiting to be one of the last, but actually to be one of the first people that attend uh, or to arrive at the event. And sometimes even asking, you know, if they need any help so that you get to know some people right away. Um, And then, again, when you're there, uh, actually having an idea of knowing exactly how you're going to introduce yourself, having that 15-second introduction, you know, in your head so that when Mm -hmm. somebody asks you what to do, that it's succinct, that you're able to talk about it, but then also go with an attitude of serving, not selling, so Mm -hmm. that you're really, you know, sharing a little about what you do and who you are, but then asking, who are they? What do they do? What are they looking for? That's how you're going to engage with somebody so that they start telling you a little bit more about them. Right. And you understand how you might be able to work together. Of course, from that point, too, when you leave the event, it's important to have a follow-up strategy. And, um, you know, typically I have something where I will do at least two emails to somebody. I'll separate the cards if I've gathered cards from somebody. And, and some who I just want to say, pleasure meeting you. Great. Wonderful. You know, there you go. But those who I might want to have, uh, you know, further follow-up with. And as I mentioned to you before, you know, getting on a Zoom call or a Skype call is a great opportunity and way, you know, being a video chat, being able to have a conversation with somebody, get to know a little bit more about them, and then see how you might be able to work together. So, um, so that's really how I, you know, I set an intention of, of who I want to meet, what I want to do, what my purpose of going to the networking event is. You know, I go with an open mind and try to meet as many people with the idea of serving, not selling, connecting other people with with those in the room or from other organizations or how I could, you know, refer other people to them and then follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up. Right. Someone even said, if you don't have time in your calendar to follow up, you shouldn't really even go to the networking event. There you go. It's a waste (laughs) of your time. It's a waste of your time and money. You know, how many of us, you know, we've all been to networking events and that stack of 20 cards sits on our desk for the next six months. You know, mm-hmm. take it and throw it away because it ain't going to do <laughs> you any <Right>. good. <laughs> you know, you, you really got to follow up in the first 24 hours, ideally, um, 20, you know, 48 at the most, and at least get an email out. And I'm not talking about sticking them on your email list. No, 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 no. Right. I'm talking about individual email where you're reconnecting with them and, you know, kind of trying to, um, you know, let them know uh, a pleasure meeting them and how you might be able to do something together. Right. I think we should throw that out there. Do not add anyone to your email list just because you got their business card. You know, Amen. that's not what's supposed to happen and they have to opt in. So we'll just that's, toss it out That's there. against the uh, the international laws, the mm-hmm. I can spam laws, right? Yeah. Just adding somebody without uh, without their permission to your email list. A huge no-no. Mm-hmm. So we talked before about speaking too, but we didn't really talk about how to approach someone to ask about speaking. So can you give a few tips on the best way to approach a group asking Mm -hmm. how to speak? Right. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Well, you know, I would step back again into the idea of doing a little research about the groups that you might want to potentially speak to and finding the groups that, um, you know, when you're out there, you know, doing it to grow your business, find the groups where um, you're able to bring your area of expertise and it's going to serve that group. Um, And then having something professional so that you can, um, you know, very easily reach out to them with a speaker sheet, with your core information and maybe even a testimonial. Um, And then reaching out to that. Usually there is a speaker chair or if there doesn't seem to be that, there could be, uh, you know, the president or, you know, depending upon the kind of group. And I'm talking about nonprofit groups or, or networking groups at this point. You know, there's also reaching out to corporations, um, you know, and speaking for that. And that, depending upon uh, your talk title, there's various peoples in a corporation that you would want to reach out to to uh, inquire about speaking. So, you know, sending your email, you know, short sweet, not something long, spelling out everything you do, have an attached speaker sheet that has some of that, but just, you know, uh, something really short so that it's not too long and they won't hit delete too quick. Leaving them questioning, you know, if you'd like to learn more, you know, hit, you know, hit reply and we'll, we'll have a little chat and see if it's a good fit for both of us. Um, and then that way you can have a conversation and then pick up the phone. You know, if you send an email to somebody uh, because you know who to send it to, pick up the phone within the next day or two. I can't tell you. I used to be the president of an organization and then we were booking speakers monthly and I would get all kinds of people sending me their speaker information and they would never follow up with me. Mm. And as somebody who was planning speakers, you know, well, if there was somebody that was really, really good or a topic of interest, I might reach out to them. But more likely than not, if somebody got to me first with a follow-up call, did you get that? What do you think? Um, I was more likely to entertain the idea of them speaking for my organization. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned a speaker sheet. For anyone who isn't quite sure what should be on there, can you just give a little mm-hmm. bit of information on what it is and what to include? Absolutely. It's typically a one sheet. It may be two-sided, but typically one sheet with your headshot, your bio, um, and then a talk title or two. So whatever your signature talk is or where your expertise is, the the talk that you've come up with. Um, You know, I have one speaker sheet that's got different topics all on marketing, you know, three or four different um, presentations I give. I have another speaker sheet that's geared towards the book that I've got coming out. And it's just that one talk, which is more focused on leadership and work-life balance. Um, And then if you have anything else like testimonials or a a short little testimonial you could add, um, you could add photos. If you have speaker photos where you've actually been speaking in front of a group, you could add a couple of photos like that. But they're really looking or a link to a video. If you have a video of you speaking, even Mm -hmm. better. And you can put that link um, on your speaker sheet. Uh, If you're really going to be trying to do a lot of speaking, you may also want to have a speaker tab on your website. Mm. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, you need a strategy. <laughs> exactly. Well, are there tools that I can use to make all of these things easier? Absolutely. I mean, automation is key so that the insanity stays at, um, at a minimum, right? <laughs> So when you're looking at social media, there's tools to, you know, auto post some of your social media. Um, And I I use those. Um, I do go in, you know, a couple times a day and I will engage with comments and that kind of thing. So it's not just all, you know, pre, you know, Mm -hmm. not all robot. Um, When you're sending emails, you know, there's systems like MailChimp and Infusionsoft and others where things are automated. Um, You know, so it is important to, you know, even your speaker stuff, you can even have a a VA set up things so that you've got somebody else, you know, reaching out and making that first contact for you when you're reaching out to organizations to speak. So there's lots of different tools out there, uh, all meant to make life easier when running your business. It's really taking a look at your overall business, exactly what it is you're trying to do, where you can streamline, what tools would work for you, and um, and then getting the help and implementing those tools as needed. Mm-hmm. So there are all these things that we have talked about, but how do I pull it all together? Well, that's where that marketing plan comes into play, (laughs) right? You know, I talked about it a a little bit ago about having uh, a year in advance. Um, You know, this time right now, I am looking at um, actually planning my 2020 marketing calendar, uh, and it's October. So, you know, looking at the year in a glance, um, you know, what events do I have? What programs, what products are you launching? Are you involved in something else? Plug those things in first. 
first. Uh, if you have a big vacation or trip or, or time, you know, you're pregnant, you're going to be off for maternity leave. Plug those things in <laughs> so you know, right? Then you can build the rest of your calendar around that. So you know if you've got an event, you have a certain number of weeks ahead of time that you need to, to, move, to be marketing something. Maybe you have a launch for uh, for a new product and you know that you want to, you know, start teasing about it a month in advance, um, you know, and then three weeks in advance, you start talking about it. Two weeks in advance, you start maybe, you know, dropping some photos of it and that kind of thing. And then the week of the launch, people have already heard about it. They've been teased about it. They're excited about it. There's a buzz around it, right? Mm -hmm. But if we don't have a marketing plan and then all of a sudden things just start piling up, um, you know, you're, you're trying to do too many things. You're, again, back to throwing that spaghetti on the wall, and um, it's not a strategic move on your part. So, um, so when you look at everything, you know, look at your website or the things that you need to update. Yeah, every six months, three to six months, you should be taking a look and seeing if there's things that need updating. Um, you know, again, having a strategy for your social media marketing and what days you're going to do, what kinds of posts are helpful. Uh, you know, are you going to use video? Maybe do a video once a month or uh, once a week would be really great mm-hmm. um, you know so and then which me- uh, networking events are you going to attend so uh, that you know you know if I'm going to my goal is to speak once a month you know you know you need to be doing some marketing and follow-up work around getting more speaking gigs right. so well time has flown I can't believe it's basically the end of the show already but do no. you have an offer that you would like to share with our listeners I did. I have I have something really fun, actually. It's brand new, and your listeners are the first people to hear about it. Um, <laughs> it's called, yes, right? Assess Your Yes. So you can actually ac- access it at assessyouryes.com, and it's a really fun um, survey quiz that's going to give you an answer to your yes personality type. Um, and then it gives you a few tools about how you can become, you know, a yes, I can entrepreneur, you know, really in the face of adversity and growing your business how you can really create, um, you know, a brave, bold, fabulous life uh, by really stepping into that yes, I can for you and your life and business. So how can people reach you if they want more information? You know, you can find me on on social media, Kathy Alessandra. You can find me on my website, kathyalessandra.com. And that's probably the easiest way to find me. My contact information is there, my cell phone number. You can even get a a free uh, 30-minute call with me if you go to the contact tab there. And I'd be happy to hop on the phone and have a little conversation and uh, talk about your marketing plan and see what's going and maybe I can help. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for joining us today. Always such great information that you share with us. Uh, So I'm sure that the listeners found it useful. Uh, And thank you to the listeners who are joining us today. Again, if you have questions, reach out to Kathy. Um, And I hope this topic was interesting to you and it answered some of your questions about how to use marketing and to expand your business and the different types of methods that can be used. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Kathy at the link she shared, or you can send us a message at media at abandp.com. Next week's topic is tax planning tips. It's not just for year end. I hope you can join us for this presentation. And please remember that you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and my website, www.abandp.com. Links can be found on my Voice America page. Remember to tune in each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you can't join us for the live show, you can find the episode saved on the business channel on www.voiceamerica.com or find the podcast posted on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to BizHelp for You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a terrific week. <laughs>